following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock Alspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday. And I'm here, but we also have a gentleman that everyone knows that you've been listening to this show. His name is Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. How are you? Well, I'm doing great, Brock. It's great to be here again. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a good time. A great week, just keeping busy. And uh, we were just laughing before the show. It's so great to do the show with you each week. I have a lot of fun, and uh, I managed to learn something from you each week, despite myself, I think. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Thank you for those kind words. But listen, folks, if you want to learn something else, you need to go to my website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. You can download past shows of uh, you know any topic that you would like to see. You can click on it, and you can listen um, until your heart is content. And you can also order my book. It's called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. Isn't that what everybody wants to do? Of course it is. Well, get started by ordering the book. And the $12 book, any proceeds go to local charities to help with financial awareness. It's a win-win, folks. Order the book. It's called The Last Paycheck. Uh, Finally, you can just give us a call here. If you need help in your life, when you need help developing a good, solid retirement income plan, uh, give us a call, 573-332-7855. All right, Tony, you ready for today's show? I am so ready. Uh, I really can't wait for this. What do you have for us today? What are we going to be talking about? So today we're going to talk about the title of this is, So You Want to Retire Early. Mm. Everybody wants to retire early, right? A lot of people well, do. Maybe yeah. A lot of people do. Not everybody, maybe. But um, even if you genuinely love your job, though, Tony, and enjoy the people you work with, It's only natural to occasionally lean back in your chair, close your eyes, and daydream for a few moments about retirement. Yeah. And what you will be doing. There's no more alarm clocks, no more time clocks, no more checking the dashboard clock during yet another long commute, potentially. So after a little bit of retirement daydreaming, most folks happily go back to work, but some who can't shake those retirement dreams begin plotting their own post-work life. Whether it's traveling, vacations, golf, it doesn't matter. You have things you want to do in retirement. You've thought about your dream retirement. It's just a matter of when that's going to happen. And I hope that everyone listening to this show, I hope everyone in the entire world has the retirement of their dreams. Unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't come true. But with their specifically with your financial life, there's some things you can do to make sure that you can retire when you want and how you want. Um, but there's a little bit of sacrifices to be made. So today, Tony, we're going to reference an article. It was a recent article in AARP 
titled 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement. And it has some great information in here, Tony. So are you ready to get started? I am ready. I, You know, uh, I think that uh, you do a good job of picking good topics, Brock, but this one has me particularly interested because I think it's easy for people to say to themselves, hey, I've got enough money put away. I can retire right now. But mm-hmm. I can tell from that intro and what you're talking about here that uh, you you need to be aware of the unknown and maybe it's not as simple as having enough money in the bank, right? A- absolutely. Having enough money in the bank, having enough money in retirement accounts, having enough buckets, as I like to say, you know, as far as having that emergency fund and having those uh, funds that will create income for you, uh, maximizing your Social Security benefits. These are all fundamentals of retirement planning. And, you know, we're big on the fundamentals here. So, um, but I will tell you, the article says here that many people dream about retiring early. A mere 11% of current workers, Tony, under the age of 60, say they plan to retire early. It's only 11% say they plan. And I think, Tony, that's the reason why that, that number is so low is because they're aware of their, you know, their financial condition, saying there's no way they're going to be able to retire uh, early. Uh, but I will tell you that there are some statistics that that several months from now uh, that may tell us that if the COVID-19 pandemic led to a surge in those early retirements, right? So in other words, hey, my 401k balance went down 30%, so there's no way I can retire. Now, a lot of people's balances have bounced back, and hopefully nobody did anything crazy like sell at the at the low there during the COVID-19 um, market downturn. Um, but but I can understand why people say these things, right? The market has been unpredictable and, and, and been very volatile in the last, you know, 18 months. So um, I, I can understand why there'd be a surge in, in numbers there uh, or a decrease in numbers that people felt like they could retire early. Right. Um, okay. So as for the 10 things you should know about early retirement, the first one is, Tony, healthcare. And I know this is a huge, I have some shocking, shocking news for you, Tony. Uh, okay. <laughs> healthcare is expensive. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, sad right. trombone. Right. Because, yeah. yeah, it is outrageously expensive and it continues to go up, doesn't it? Absolutely. And here's the deal, Tony. Medicare, which currently provides health care coverages to more than 61 million Americans, it doesn't begin until age 65, okay? At least in most cases. So if you retire earlier than 65, what are you going to do to build, uh, or excuse me, to bridge that gap of health care coverage? You know, you can do COBRA, but that's 18 months. You could go get your own health care. Well, that seems to be pretty expensive. In other words, buy it through what they, you know, many people reference as Obamacare and getting just traditional health care coverage. Um, I will tell you um, that, that health care uh, is many things but cheap and that the current law dictates that your health insurance premiums can't exceed 8.3% of your household income. Uh, there's still going to be some sticker shock, though. So, for example, Tony, if your household income is $50,000, a, a mid-level silver plan is going to run you about $346 per month or about $4,150 annually, okay? Um, 
And if the mid-level plan isn't going to cover everything you need, by the way, obviously it's going to be more expensive. Now, you know, the, the average household income, if again, if it, in this particular example was 50000 I think a lot of people would actually be going, well, well, that's not too bad. That's about what my income is. And, you know, uh, $346 a month, that's, that's, I could do that. Okay. But remember, you also have a deductible. Okay. So, yeah. uh, the, th- that can absolutely add cost to your health care as well, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, if early retirement is a possibility for you or you want to do that, you have to make sure your health care is squared away because, uh, you know, the pricing, it, it needs to come at a price you can afford. And that's one of the most important things you can do. You don't want to have to dip too far into your nest egg to cover just your health care, right? So that's the that's a big no-no. You're exactly right, Tony. You do never want to do that um, unless it's obviously part of the cash flow plan. What I mean by that is you don't want to take out big chunks, uh, say $5,000 deductible, and you don't want to have to take that $5,000 out of your retirement assets. Why? Because you're going to have to pay taxes on that amount. It's going to reduce the amount that's going to create income for you over your lifetime. Okay. There's just, it's, it's usually just not a good idea. You want to have your health care taken care of with your after-tax dollars, okay? Uh, speaking of nest eggs, though, uh, rating yours too early, Tony, can have big financial consequences. Mm-hmm. So if you do leave the office for the last time and you do retire before the age of 59, uh, specifically 59 and a half, you maybe get hit with a 10% early withdrawal penalties from your tax-deferred accounts like your 401ks and traditional IRAs. Um, so, you know, with an extra 10% plus then you pay taxes on that amount, uh, that could be very damaging to the long-term success of your financial plan. Yeah. Well, those retirement Um, accounts, they have those tax designations and, uh, the government wants its money and it's really for retirement. They don't like you touching it before you're 60. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. If you've got a 10% penalty, and you're in the 15% federal tax bracket, okay, um, you're going to have to take out $20,000 to net out $15,000 Wow! after you consider the potential taxes and fees. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, um, I mean, people, if paying $5,000 right off the top, that's going to be pretty unappealing for most people. I mean, and, and you have to have a solid, workable pre-Medicare health plan to ensure that you're going to have enough cash to avoid tapping into those tax deferred retirement accounts. And that's, those are just a couple of reasons right there that people need to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Brock, Mm -hmm. because uh, you can, uh, you know, you're going to tell them what they need to hear rather than what they want to hear. And that's helpful, right? It's, it's huge. You know, we talk about needs and wants a lot here in our office um, and separating the two. And in today's world, those two have really kind of meshed together, uh, especially from a budgeting perspective. So, but, but what I will tell you is, is that, you know, you need to work with not only a financial services professional, but we also own an insurance agency here. And, um, you know, like Mr. Jason Lee here, he's able to help you navigate through those waters of, if you do want to retire early, what's the best way to pay for your healthcare? And, you know, we can run all these different simulations and get different quotes and just really try to, uh, help this to come uh, to fruition for you. Uh, but there's definitely a lot of planning that goes involved. Yeah, uh, that gets involved. for sure. Uh, what do you have next for us? 
Yeah, so the next thing um, in the article from AARP titled 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement emphasizes that by retiring early, you may be giving up some of the benefits of compounding interest. Ah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, what is the eighth wonder of the world yep. or whatever it is. When it comes to saving money, time itself is perhaps your greatest ally. You've seen those projections that if you start saving at 25 versus 55, uh, that it just really compounds. Um, and, and for example here, uh, if between the ages of 25 and 55, you save $250 a month or $3,000 a year, you'll have about $237,000 when you retire. As long as you don't make withdrawals and earn an average of 6% annually on your investments. Uh, clearly, that's a good return on your money, right? And, and that's the benefits of long-term investing here. Um, but what I will tell you is, is that when you take withdrawals out of it, it's kind of a, what we call a double whammy. I know that's a really sophisticated term here, <laughs> double whammy. But really, when you're taking money out, those shares of, of mutual funds or whatever you have, stocks, they can't rebound because they you took them out. So, you know, the normal kind of up and down and, and over time you'll end up up by investing in, in the stock market or usually um, doesn't happen because when it does give down and you take money out, again, those shares can't rebound. Mm. So you lose the, comp, the effects and the benefits of compounding interest. So uh, definitely you need to understand that Compounding interest uh, is is absolutely the biggest power when it when it comes to saving money here. I mean, obviously you need to put the money away, but compounding interest is is a huge one. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and it is so. So I really think that's important, and you know I know what compounding interest is and and how valuable it is. But then every time I hear concrete numbers like that. I'm still amazed by how powerful a tool it really is. It's amazing. Well, well listen to this then, Tony. If you, You'll be amazed by this, okay? So let's say, let's get that, let's continue on to the example there. You retired at 65 rather than 55, sure. giving yourself another 10 years of compounding, okay? In that case, your $250 a month will leave you with about $464,000, nearly double what it would have been at age 55. Why is that? It's an extra decade of savings that will add $30,000 to your pot, but the real power comes from the $197,000 you'll earn in interest, wow. not just principal. And so, I mean, look at that difference in, in, in dollars, Tony. It's, 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 it really is amazing. Wow. Uh, that is. I mean, you know, compounding interest is huge. So what do you have next for us? Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing, the next critical thing to weigh about early retirement is that you uh, may have a long life still ahead of you. Okay. So AARP explains a woman who retires at age 55 will need her savings to last nearly 29 years on average, as opposed to the roughly 20 and a half years she'd need if she would retire at age 65. Okay. Uh, a man who retires at age 55 will need his savings to last about 25 years on average rather than just the under 18 years that he would need if he retired at age 65. And here's a stat that will really knock your socks off, Tony. If a couple makes it to age 65, there's a 25% chance that one of those spouses will live until age 98. Yeah. Wow. You heard that correctly, 98. So 
Um, yeah, people are living know, longer it, and longer. Longevity. Absolutely, which is a good thing, right, in most cases. And so you want to live longer. And But what that means is you're going to have to have your money last longer, too. Right. I think most and people so, want to have a long retirement because that gives you more time to spend with your family and travel. But that longer life means you're going to need plenty of money. Absolutely. And so, um, and, and so here's the other deal. You're also likely to spend more money in retirement than you would have predicted when you were younger. Many financial services professionals advise their clients that they'll spend about 80% as much in retirement as they did when they were still working. And when you consider that you'll no longer be funneling money to your retirement accounts if you retire early, covering community expenses, commuting expenses, or paying Social Security payroll taxes if you don't have other earned income. So it's not bad advice, okay? Um, uh, however, there are some nuances you should consider. Early in retirement, it's common for retirees to see a spending surge on things like travel, home improvements, relocation costs, other lifestyle changes. And, and while those expenses generally taper off as you settle into retirement, they can certainly take a big chunk out of your nest egg. And so a lot of people don't plan on that. And I'm, tell, I'm here to tell you, folks, I have several clients that I've helped retire in this area, several. Um, and, 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 and I will tell you that this is true. Uh, it, it just, it just, it's the way it is. When you first retire, uh, you're looking to, for, to fill that time, uh, that you had when you were working and what you were doing when you're working. And it's usually things that cost money. And, and I've seen a lot of home improvement when people retire, uh, travel a lot because that's what they wanted to do when they retire. And so obviously we advise them to stay within their means, but those are some of the things that they want to do early on in retirement. And, and so just be careful. Yes, you won't have some of those expenses that you had when you were working, but they'll be made up by other things. So that 80% is usually, you know, there's some, some pluses there, but there's also some minuses. So it usually averages out to be a pretty close to 80%. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. They're, well, and you mentioned home improvement pro projects. It seems to me that if early retirement is in your cards, you'll certainly want to have a housing strategy laid out, right? No question, Tony. And, you know, retiring without a mortgage is a, is a goal for many of my clients. And it's something I help them and I tell them and, and really uh, not preach, but I, I encourage them uh, to not have uh, a mortgage. Um, but in some cases, it certainly can be a challenge. In fact, uh, according to the article, 44%, 44% of retired homeowners between the ages of 60 and 70 still have a mortgage. Uh, let's also be clear that even if your mortgage goes away, it goes away, <laughs> the expenses that come with home ownership don't, right? So you know you have property taxes. And in 2020, the average homeowner paid just over $3,700 in property taxes. And, and, and that was a 4.4% jump, by the way, in what they paid in 2019. Uh, housing prices, you know, they, they skyrocketed, right? Oh, you know, my home's worth so much more. Well, well, guess what? That means you're paying a little bit more in, in property taxes as well. Um, and so you still have housing expenses, even though you may not have a mortgage. And here's the other thing. If you retire early, Tony, maybe that's not, that doesn't put you on pace to having that home paid off, that mortgage paid off. So if you project out, you know, at age 45, that your mortgage is going to be paid off when you're 65, but then you decide to retire early at 60, well, you still got five years of a, of a, of a home, you know, mortgage payment. 
and and that may not really fit into your budget. So there are so many things that go along with this. I guess my main point though on this one is just because you don't have a mortgage, don't think that you don't have, you know, these costs because you're going to. And if you escrow, you know, those payments right now, in other words, let's say you put your uh, your taxes and your in- homeowner's insurance inside your payment. Well, your payment's paid off uh, at the day you retire, but you're still going to have, you know, three, four hundred dollars a month going out for those two things. Uh, so, so, you know, just something to be aware of and to think about when you're thinking about retiring. Early. Sure. That's a good reason right there, once again, to work with somebody like yourself uh, to get that strategy just right and make sure it's part of an overall retirement plan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and having that housing strategy, it, it, it's very, very important. I met with somebody this week. We talked about it, said, hey, we're thinking about buying this place in Florida. Okay, well, if we're going to buy a place in Florida, what does that mean for your housing here? Are you going to sell it? What kind of costs are you going to have? Are you going to have an HOA? I mean, there's so many financial aspects to having owning property that, that you may not be considering all of them. And so that's what we wanted to do is bring some of those things to light. You know, Tony, another thing that people think about when it comes to retirement is, uh, you know, if I'm going to have these extra costs, maybe I'll just work a little bit longer sure. or maybe I'll have to find a part-time job. And um, so finding that extra income after you retire can be very challenging sometimes, though. As ARP tells us, 74% of workers report that they intend to keep earning some type of paycheck after they retire, yet a mere 27% of retirees reported that they were able to earn a paycheck after they officially retired. So you may plan on that, but it may not be there for you. So so let's not let's not bank on that. Let's not say, oh, hey, y'all just get a job to cover the other $1,000 that I need per month. Let's not do that. Okay, let's get a plan put together for you to where you don't have to worry about working anymore. You only work because you want to, not because you have to. That's the golden rule when it comes to working in retirement. There you go. And I think that's a really good point. And you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. We just have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Listen, Tony, I would encourage everyone to really assess all of these aspects of retiring early. I'm not saying it can't be done. And I'm not trying to paint the picture that, you know, you haven't, that people uh, need to consider all of these other aspects of the financial life as a, as a negative. Because it can be a very positive thing. And, and, you know, my dad, for example, he said, you know what? I'm going to take Social Security at age 62. I'm done working. I can't do this anymore. Sometimes the mental stress of, of working can be, you know, a daunting task. And so it can happen. And I've helped people retire early uh, all the time. But you just need to be aware of all these things. And only a financial services professional can really help you uh, see the light on all these things. So just give us a call, folks. It's 573-332-7855. We'll help you through this, and I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspot at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspot and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.